Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. We're so glad that you could take a moment to join us for a look at the book. Today, we're going to be looking at the book of Jeremiah. What an exciting book. This book of Bible prophecy is available for you to read in your Bible. It has 52 chapters of detailed information about the end times. What a prophet he was. God selected Jeremiah not at the time of his birth, nor at the time of his conception. But in the mind of God in eternity past, Jeremiah was set aside to be a prophet to the nations. In fact, that's what chapter 1 says. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to take a look at this book. We're going to study together in a few moments. And then you'll be able to find out how you can get your own copy of Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. He's a unique prophet as well. In fact, that's what we're going to be studying right now. A unique prophecy, a unique prophet, and a unique purpose. That's the first study as we come to our study of Jeremiah. Let's listen to the study right now, and then I'll tell you how you can get your own individual copy for your own personal study. Right now, let's study from the book of Jeremiah, a unique prophecy written by a unique prophet with a unique purpose. Now that we know where the Ark of the Covenant is today, it's still been there. By the way, during the time of the Second Temple, listen to this. During the time of the Second Temple, the Ark of the Covenant was not in the Holy of Holies. They never brought it out. All Jewish scholarship will tell you that. Now they know it. Remember when the veil of the temple went from top to bottom? And opened up so you could see into the Holy of Holies? You know what it says in... Acts chapter 6, verse 7, and a multitude of priests turned to Jesus Christ. 28,000 priests to operate the temple. Why would a multitude? What's a multitude? Half of them? I don't know. 5,000 of them. Why would 5,000 Jews studying from age 2 to age 30, 28 years of the book of Leviticus, knowing everything there was to know about the temple and all the furniture in the temple and how to operate the temple, how to offer sacrifices, how to do worship, why would they turn to Jesus Christ all of a sudden? Because when that veil went from top to bottom the day Jesus Christ was crucified, they looked into the Holy of Holies and there wasn't any Ark of the Covenant. And they understood those high priests were liars, just like we know they were. And they'd been going in there every Yom Kippur and pouring blood on a stone symbolically. They said, something's wrong. Maybe we better check out this Jesus, who, by the way, was the antitype of the type. In other words, fulfillment of prophecy, of the prophecies for the Ark of the Covenant. And now it says, go back to chapter 3 of Jeremiah, now it says, where's the Ark of the Covenant? Well, at this time, looking into the future, how do we know it's in the future? Look what verse 16 says. And it shall come to pass when you shall be multiplied and increase in the land in those days. Look at verse 17. At that time they shall call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord. When that's going to be? After he comes back at his second coming, when he sets up his millennial kingdom. That's when it's the throne of the Lord. It hasn't been the throne of the Lord up until now. At that time they shall call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all the nations, look at verse 17, shall gather, shall be gathered unto it, to the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem. Neither shall they walk any more after their imaginations of their evil hearts. When is that? That's during the millennial kingdom. What is Jeremiah 3.16 prophesying? At that time, when Jesus builds his temple, 
described in Ezekiel 40 to 46, when he builds his temple, you're not going to need an ark. Why? Because every piece of furniture in the temple was a prophecy of Christ to come. In other words, the ark in the Holy of Holies was a model of him to come. Now listen, when you have the real thing, you no longer need the model, do you? He'll go in there. Ezekiel 43, 7. He walks into the Holy of Holies. He sits down as the reigner, ruler of all that's around the world. So they won't even think about the Ark of the Oh, everybody's thinking about it today. Yes, there is going to be a temple. During this seven-year period of time, I can give you four references at least. Daniel 9, 27, Matthew 24, 15, 2 Thessalonians 2, uh, 4, and Revelation 11, 1. See, I don't make you buy the tape to get those references. Uh, there's going to be a temple in Jerusalem during the seven-year period of time, and the Ark of the Covenant will be in the Holy of Holies, but not in this temple over here in the Millennial Kingdom after the second coming of Christ. Jeremiah 3.16 is talking about that. Oh, the what? The Ark of the what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. What are you talking about, the Ark? Jesus is in there. See, there will be an ark. It is needed. We know where it is. But Jeremiah says one day, won't need it. Unique prophecy, isn't it? Oh, I love it. Look at verse 18. Here's another one. Verse 18. I've got to watch my time. What time am I supposed to quit? I've got to speak down there at 1115, so I've got to quit just before that. Okay. In those days, look at verse 18. In those days, the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel, and they shall come together out of the land of the north. Wait a minute. Did you notice that? How were they divided? Ten tribes in the north, Judah. Uh, Israel. Two tribes in the south, Judah. In that day, in what day? In that day when they forgot about the Ark of the Covenant. In that day when Jesus Christ is ruling in his temple. Judah and Israel will come together. I can tell you this. Listen to me. Judah and Israel have been together. You don't believe that. There's no such thing as ten lost tribes. That's another pseudo-television production. Looking for ten lost tribes. You ever read the book of Ezra? Ezra, Cyrus releases some Jews to go back to Jerusalem to build the temple. Zerubbabel takes 50,000 of them. Uh, 49,897 to be exact. And he goes back to Jerusalem to build a temple. You know who went back? Study chapter 2. It names the cities they went into and how many from every family went. That's how I know the number exactly. And by the way, you'll notice that a bunch of those cities are in the north where the 11 tribes were located. And it says in Ezra chapter 6, they had a dedicatory service when Zerubbabel finished building the temple. And they offered 12 he-goats for the 12 tribes of Israel. And it says all of Israel was there. Listen to me, folks. Israel is used three ways in the Bible. Israel is the name for Jacob. So if it's not talking about Jacob, it's something else. Israel is the name for the 12 tribes. And Israel is for the name of the ten tribes. It's never used to refer to Judah. And it says in Ezra 6, all 
all of Israel was there. Remember Matthew chapter 10, verse 5? Jesus says to his disciples, don't go to the Gentiles, verse 6. Go to the whole house of Israel. Remember Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, verse 5? On the day of Pentecost, there were Jews from every nation of the world. The 12 tribes have been there since the rubble went back. You know what Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 15 to 24 says? Two sticks. Ezekiel write Judah on one, Israel on the other. Put them in your hand, and when you open your hand, the two sticks will be one. Now this prophecy says, Judah and Israel will come together. That means if all 12 tribes are in the land, and they're going to be divided again, there'll have to be two Jewish states, Israel and Judah. And I'm here to tell you, those two Jewish states are ready to come into existence. I have in my briefcase right there the Constitution for the state of Judah. You know what's going on in Israel? 200,000 Jews live in the territories. The settlers, who the world hates, who even the Israeli government is trying to get out of there so they can give it to Arafat and his people. You know what those Jews have said? We're not coming out. God put us in this land. We're going to stay. You bring us out in a body bag. And in fact, what we have done is put together an infrastructure to establish a second Jewish state called Judah. did not old Jeremiah right on target? All oh, those two will come together. Study Jeremiah with Ezekiel. It'll blow you away. You won't read that in the commentaries because they don't understand, because they don't live in Israel like I do. They don't see these things happening. And there's no ten tribes out there lost. That's just one of the unique ones. Look over here at chapter 16. I'm just going to touch base with chapter 16 just for a moment. Oh, I'm living in chapter 16 today in Jerusalem with our church. Look what it says right here. Verse 13, chapter 16. Hurry up, the time is flying, please. Move your Bible quickly. Therefore will I cast you out of this land into the land that I know you not. That took place when they were taken in 70 A.D., cast around the world into all the nations of the world. Now look at verse 14 of chapter 16. Therefore, behold, the days cometh, saith the Lord, that it shall no more be said, The Lord liveth and brought up the children out of the land of Egypt. When do they say that? At a Passover Seder. I'll develop this more. Don't get excited. Verse 15. What are they going to say if they're not going to have the Passover Seder talking about Egypt? Well, the Lord liveth and brought up the children of Israel out of the land of the north. Listen, every land of this world, its direction is determined by Jerusalem. Ezekiel 5, 5. God puts Jerusalem in the center of the earth and everything else. And then he says, and I put all the nations around her. What's north of Jerusalem? Moscow. You know what's happened since Judy and I moved to Jerusalem? One million, one million Jews have made their way from Russia, Ukraine, to live. I'll dig on that two days from now, a little bit more. Look over to chapter 25. Oh, this one's a great one. This one goes back to Daniel's day. Daniel chapter 25. Daniel chapter 25, unique prophecies. Ooh, hey, we got to hurry. I'm 
running behind. Look at chapter 49 real quickly. Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. That's the title of a five-hour audio series on CD that is available for you. If you were blessed by the study of God's Word in these last few moments, the entire study will be a blessing to you as well, and it will help you understand the times in which we're living. Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy, this five-hour audio series on CD, is available for you to purchase to have your own individual study. Why don't you call our toll-free number? It's 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Make your order that way. Or you can go to the website, prophecytoday.com, go to our shopping mall, and you'll be able to make your order of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled, Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. By the way, as you study through the book of Jeremiah and any of the prophetic books that we have opportunity to study together, you'll understand that we're living in the last days. I believe that the rapture of the church could take place at any moment. In fact, in the next moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...